and welcome to the Polygon Show. I'm back. It's me, Simone. <laughs> back again in your studio with Allegra Frank. Hi, Simone. Hi, Allegra. Hey. And Chelsea Stark. Hello. And Ashley O. Hi. Weirdly, I feel like I have actually been off the show for years. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand why oh, a simple week. A simple week. It was like not a, a simple time. week. Was it well, are you saying that I did bad? Uh, I heard no. that Chelsea. Okay, here's what I heard. I heard that Chelsea was amazing and was very good at timekeeping without <laughs> and just like in a totally natural, spontaneous sense, which so made me feel like, a little attacked. She would be like, "Okay, you I, have to stop now. We're moving on." How do you gain the power to be rude? Oh, she's you, really good at it. You we get, knew that. You become over thirty, and then you're just like, oh, nice. "Timekeeping no isn't fucks. rude." You're right. It's you're not, right. You're I'm not rude being in different ru- ways. I know. I was like, I, I don't think rude's the word. You're just like <laughs> assertive. Assertive and firm. Well, <laughs> let's do a lightning round. Now I'm scared. Whoa. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have hit the table. My hand actually kind of hurts scared. a little bit right now. Let's do it. Give me those lightning round questions. It's been so long since I've had one. Hopefully I can read it's everyone's been. name right this week. This is from Vectorwork19. Hey, Polygon Show. I'm a crazy person that has a folder full of spreadsheets on my laptop for Stardew Valley. Is there a game you have gotten invested into the point of creating a bunch of external documents? <sighs> the most exciting thing I can think of. External uh, documents. For me, it was Animal Crossing on GameCube because you used to be able to put in like cheat codes to unlock furniture or like to get it in your catalog. And so if you wanted to have like a complete set of furniture, you would like just use the codes to get mm-hmm. them. So I had a huge printed out list of the codes and there were like other codes for other stuff too. But yeah, so I would like, constantly refer to this very long printed out list of just random assortments of just letters. cross-referencing your, your mm-hmm. secrets. Yes. What about you, Chelsea? I mean, I it's nerdy, but I would say like Dungeons and Dragons is one too, where I've had to like make things that I was like, I'm going to write this freaking map down or something, like write down everything that's being said because it, otherwise you're like, I have no idea what's going on. But that's like normal. Is that normal? It's so paper based yeah. already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. But we also we a lot of time we're playing on the computer too, so it's mm-hmm. now Duh. it has. Become, oh yeah, because okay. you play online. I forgot yes. about that. So sometimes it, it actually yeah. does become like Evernote like Evernote documents full of spell lists and bo- like all those things. Mm. You need to print them out and put them on slightly burned paper. Mm. <laughs> L- Tissue thin is my spell book. Yeah. So mine was for Barbie riding club. I think I've talked about this before, but remember my plans to take over the Island and renovate it and like turn the, the farm into a hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had like my detailed maps and like how I was going to remodel all the different locations on the <laughs> Island and, Oh. Again, the, the, just the, my, the, my business plan. My business plan, basically, for Barbie <laughs> Riding Club and my horse resort. <laughs> horse resort? Horse resort. <laughs> what about you, Ashley? Um, I had a... It wasn't documents, but it was just like a series of loose sheets where I drew uh, stuff while I was playing The Witness because there are some puzzles, uh, like some patterns point. that like you have to memorize or like the next one is like a mirror of the other one. So I had to just be like, okay, I'm... I'm stupid. I have to draw it, and then I have to, like, mm-hmm. mirror it. Two other games that that works really well with, uh, Her Story, just, like, writing down things that you observed in certain videos mm. uh, and how they connect. I Wait, definitely did that. I wrote that down, the clip numbers, too. I would write those down. Yeah. Because you can only get to five, so you'd always, like, have to write them down. Why would, why do you need a, I haven't played it. Oh, you're, so you play in her story, uh, which is a good game, which I'm definitely going to explain because everyone should play it. Uh, You play as a person browsing through a police computer, watching out of order videos of this woman who's being interviewed for a crime that was committed. Um, And you have, that's basically as much context as you have at the beginning. And the clips range from like, 10 seconds long to a few minutes long and you can only find them by searching for terms in the in the computer search history so you Mm -hmm. might look up like um murder murder yeah like i think that was the first thing i looked up was like all right this is a murder i'm looking up murder Murder. and then you find clips that are tagged murder and you kind of you just basically go through 
out of order and watch these videos trying to piece together the story. So you find out things like a relationship between two characters and you're like, okay, this is that. Hmm. But that's writing it down on paper is one of the only ways that you have to kind of connect those dots for yourself. Especially because it only shows you a maximum of five clips, even if you have more more things that match the result. So mm-hmm. you have yes. to be like, okay, well, I already searched this and I got these answers. So I have to like figure out different ways to search for things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And device six, which I think you also played, Mm-mm. right? Oh my God. Has anyone played device six? I have played device six. You that game is device. incredibly <sighs> challenging. So this is a fucking fantastic puzzle game. Uh, you can find it on iPad. It's by Simogo, who also did Year Walk and um, the one about the boat and the lighthouse. It's really good. Um, it is a very surreal, like kind of 60s spy themed puzzle game that is full, like uh, delightful codes to break things in the environment. And it uses the iPad in really interesting ways like you're always kind of turning it around to Mm. look at things in a different from a different perspective um and i i cannot describe it it's actually impossible to describe and i 100 (laughs) percent recommend it and everyone should play it uh and those are games that i've had external documents for yay let's move on to the next question (laughs) uh punk asks will waluigi ever find love ashley go probably chelsea there's someone out there for everybody, right? Allegra. I disagree with Chelsea. There is no such thing as love, so no. That's fair. Next question. Iron Oz asks, Hey, Polygon Show, if your favorite video game character was competing in the 2018 Winter Olympics, which event would they do? Okay, okay. Does everyone have a favorite video game character in mind? I just know, like, three sports at the Winter Olympics. I don't... I only pay attention to two things. Unfortunately, I know a lot of them because I have been testing Mario and Sonic at the Winter Olympics 2014 <laughs> all day. Educational. So anyone have any questions about the Winter Olympics? Okay, I have an idea. So yes, I'm tell me. very hyped up on Metal Gear Solid 2 right now. Yeah. So I want to see Raiden do like rhythmic ice skating or whatever. I forget what that's called. You know? Um, like ice it's dancing. not technical. Yes, ice dancing. Yeah. I want to mm-hmm. see Ryan do ice dancing. That sounds beautiful. Mm-hmm. Who would Ryan's partner be? Ooh. Oh my God. Okay. I don't want to say his girlfriend because I hate her. I'm going to say Snake. <laughs> I hate her. <laughs> no, I think two men doing rhythmic, like, Ice dancing sounds Why don't you examine your hatred for Ryden's girlfriend, Allegra? She's so boring. <laughs> Chelsea, who would you choose? Arrow is my favorite video game character, but I really got an, a great image of Wiggler, the multi-segmented caterpillar from Mario <laughs> yeah. games, all in a bobsled, all of his segments. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Holy shit. That's powerful. Yeah. <laughs> that's oh, my God. One. Wiggler, the whole team. Wiggler in a bobsled. Ashley. Uh, curling. And I want Bold all choice. the all the little uh, toads mm. with the different multicolored hats just oh. furiously like, sh- scrubbing. Sweep that ice. Yo, have you ever curled? No. I've curled. It is very fun. It looks hard, is it? It's kind of, it's harder than it hard- one would think. Yeah, it looks It like is it. extremely fun. But where the fuck did you do curling? Um, Ardsley Curling Club. Don't speak to me. Uh, <laughs> y'all know, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go a little unconventional. I'm going to choose a character that no one's expecting. And it's going to be Lewis from Assassin's Creed Syndicate. <laughs> oh, I can't believe I believed you for a second. No, I was no, like, no, oh, I did not believe her at all when she said that. I was like, it's going to be Jacob Fry doing biathlon, which is cross country skiing and shooting guns. He's very good at shooting guns because he can do that in the game. And I love that that's a freaking sport. It's like ski and then shoot. Power what does that have to do with each other? Power thought. I don't know. Well, hunting the, the mighty elk. In the North okay, Wilderness. Okay, but what does the skiing have Next to do with it? question. <laughs> well, how do, how do you think you hunt in the winter, Allegra? You don't just walk into the woods and shoot an elk. You hop on your skis. You hop on your skis and you go miles and miles and miles through the woods. Okay. This question is from Saltiest Fox, which is also a description of Allegra when she hears about my athlon. <laughs> do you think that when we die, our skeletons live on? Is what we are told about the skeleton more the truth or just ghosts lying to our fleshy ears? What are we told about the skeleton war? I guess is my question. I'm ready for it. Maybe that we have to fight in it. Maybe that we will be conscripted as the living to fight in the skeleton war against the dead when we are skeletons, all of us. I, wonder, I like skeletons. Do you think it's happening under the water since skeletons don't have to breathe and that's a way we haven't seen it? Yeah. 
Mm. I wonder <gasps> how That's many... what happened to Amelia Earhart! <laughs> oh, we were talking about her! Mystery solved. <gasps> Is she fighting the skeleton war, like, deep under sea right now? Yeah, yeah. she's okay. using her skeleton plane to lead the skeleton Remember army. Remember how we were all really sad about Amelia Earhart that one time? I am kind of still sad about Amelia Earhart. What do you think about skeletons? I like them, though. That's your stance? Also, I was going to say, how is it a skeleton war? Because you were saying, right? You were like, well, we die. We turn into skeletons, right? We become part of their army. So if we're all inevitably going to be part of the skeleton army, then it's not really a war, is it? It's just one long conversion. Are we factionalized? I think in the so skeleton how? army? Yeah. Or is it just everyone who dies joins the singular yes. tree? Well, because we care about bones. The thing is, there are a lot of skeletons right now. And I think if we lessen their number, we'll be winning the war. We can never truly eliminate them because they're inside us, but we can grind them into dust. No! And use them in no! powders for our faces. What the fuck? No. I love bones. I, I don't understand why I you're so love... upset about this. No, we can't desecrate a skeleton. <laughs> It's, oh, it's, Ashley, oh. we can't desecrate skeletons. Oh, okay. Holding you up, okay? <laughs> it's the Jesus only Christ. reason why you're alive and not a slobbering mess on the floor. Bones give us structure. Wow. I mm. feel like this is the most positive you've been love bones, about but living. I don't. I think I have a calcium deficiency. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're laughing, but I'm pretty sure I do. It's true, she does. This is from Dr. Terrett. Hey, Polygon Show, if you have to make a video game out of your favorite TV sitcom, what show would it be and what type of game would it be? Allegra looks a little whelmed right now, so I'm going go to I'm gonna throw to Chelsea. <laughs> whelmed? She's whelmed. Okay. Um, she's, in a, she's in a place. She's feeling some kind of way. Ugh, sitcoms. Um, I, I just want to, like, maybe have some kind of weird Sims game, but it's Full House. Some is kind that of, your favorite sitcom? No, I fucking hate it. But <laughs> okay, let's let's expand our definition of sitcoms. Think like a, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Think yeah, Jane the like, Virgin. What's a sit- yeah, thank you. Yeah. Okay, um, good shows. Uh, so Thirty Rock, but fair. Yes, it's a TV like TV tycoon basically. Oh, like that game, the movies. Yeah. Oh, the movies. I never mm-hmm. figured out how to play that game. I had it. And I could just never. I, just, <laughs> I felt like I was too dumb. For useless it. kid. Yeah. Ashley, what about you? <laughs> Ashley is so- I look over and Ashley is like mouth. Ashley is electronic in front of her. Don't talk to her. Ashley is mouth deep in a Coke Zero. Stop. Nobody's I mouth lets deep in anything. Throw to myself, quick, me catch the ball. Yes. Oh wow, Jane the Virgin, a show that I thought of right before this uh, podcast, where I said that should be a dating sim, obviously. Mm. Mm. Or, okay, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but, like, a point-and-click, like, uh, oh. find hidden object game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say Arrested Development as a Mario Party-style oh, minigame collection. Yeah, if I had known Arrested mm-hmm. Development was on the table as yeah. a sitcom. It's on it the is table. now, bitch. Yes. Yeah. I think I would do um, a Parks and Rec game. Mm-hmm. And it would be an MMO. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So it'd just be like you could be one of the huge blobby people of Pawnee. You just want to live in Pawnee. Oh my god, no. It's it's like destiny. So there's the government building, which is the social space where everyone hangs out, and then you can go uh hunt for oh, Fairway Frank, the, the the possum yeah. that runs on the golf course. You gotta go on a golf course and shoot some I mean, take care of some animals. Trap some uh, animals. It's just like a monster hunter. You trap them. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. That, I don't want to wear a possum. There's a question armor. about that later. So I'm going to, uh, <laughs> one more lightning round question, then we'll move on to what we're doing this week. All right. Uh, Orlando Su- Spurioso asks, how do I cope with my feelings about the sexy fish man? Um, I had a suggestion back in the control room, but I don't think I can legally say it on the show. I was just thinking, I have an NC-17 suggestion and I can't, I wow, don't want to say it. Wow, I was it. thinking of a G-rated suggestion, which is, <laughs> please, please tell us. let your feelings just wash over you. Oh, that's a pun. Just, yeah, because oh, yeah, that's water. Things will be washing. Oh, shit. Ocean. No! Simone, no! You took it to a bad place. It needn't have gone. Rip my eyeball out. Wow, let's talk about what we're doing this week. Wow. (laughs) Da-da-da-da. Ashley, this week you watched AMC's Preacher. I did. I finished the entire first season in less than a week because that's the kind of person I am. How does she do it? I have no life. 
Um, <laughs> so a really interesting thing. I've been putting off watching Preacher because I got into it because of a resident comics expert, Susanna Polo, who works at Polygon.com. She recommended Preacher to me, and she was like, I think this is a graphic novel that you would like. And I was like, oh, oh why is that? Then I read it. Yep. I was like, no, that's the most obvious thing ever that you would like that. Explain. Yeah, I don't really know what it's about. It's contextualized. Extremely violent and graphic and fucked up and and like really smart in the same time. And Aww. it's got some takes on religion. Mm-hmm. Just like <laughs> Ashley. Just like Ashley. <laughs> Who wants my religion takes? And there's a guy whose head slowly transforms into a dick over a series of issues. Just like Ashley. <laughs> Wouldn't say that that is like Ashley at all, but it's a very memorable thing about preachers. It sounds like the More devil like man of a- Allegra, who turns into my a head is already ge- a dick. A genital. <laughs> a okay, wait. Bring us back to. Oh uh, my god! Yeah. I forgot. Yes, preacher. Holy shit! <laughs> the show preacher is. Carry on. Okay. Well, just to give you like a very base premise. Um, it's about, uh, okay, so that is the preacher, Jesse Custer, who is now a preacher. He wasn't always a preacher. He was, in, he was mixed up with some fucked up shit, okay? And he's a, he's a preacher in this small Texas town. Texas! Texas! A state and I'm not then, from. Chelsea's from there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> she looked, she looked to Simone, though. <laughs> I did, because I was like, I love Texas love more Texas. than you ever will. Ah. Don't let me get distracted. Um, Knives. I'm still getting distracted. Um, so, uh, okay, so this is going to sound weird, but so one day he um, gets uh, not really possessed. This thing escapes from heaven, essentially, and this thing is called Genesis. It, like, goes... It, so any every uh, human it's, like, kind of tried to, like, use as, like, a vessel mm-hmm. has exploded violently into bloody bits. Jesse has not exploded. We don't really know why. So this thing, it, why is it so dangerous? It's because it's the product of, uh, I think, an angel and a demon fucked. Hot. And then they had Tale this. old as time. And they had this thing, which is, like, way too powerful. So they contain it. And they're like, okay, no one has to know about this because it could be bad for both sides. Let's keep this a secret. So anyway, the fucking thing escapes. He has it. He just... He, he discovers one day that, like, part of um, the thing of having Genesis is, like, he can sort of dip into this weird command thing, and he sort of says something in, like, this booming godlike voice, and, like, people just do it, so they do whatever he wants. Um, oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just am pict- Anyway. Oh. How does it compare, however, to the um, comics? Uh, so I read Preacher book one. I think it has issues, if I'm not mistaken, up until 17. Could be wrong. I keep getting confused about our use of issues as in comics, number books of comics, rather than issues as in it's like, got it's 17 got issues. issues. <laughs> well, it does have a lot of issues. His head turned into a dick over some issues. <laughs> um, I, issues. I do have to say, so they changed for the show the bit, uh, well, actually, they changed a lot of stuff for the show. But the uh, Tulip, uh, Jesse Custer's uh, ex-girlfriend, is played by Ruth Nega in the show. And Ruth, uh, the first time I saw her was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Don't at me, all right? <laughs> there was a season where it was good. So she was there for a while, but Ruth Nega is fantastic in the show. Actually, every single actor in the show is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's on AMC. Seth Rogen has uh, a part in, like, creating, producing the show because it's been, like, a dream of his, apparently, from when he was super younger. Woo! Do you want some tea? Do you want some water? I don't know why I'm like this today. So, anyway, I'm sorry. The point is, is that it does have some interesting takes on religion, like, that aren't really forced down your throat. Mm -hmm. There are some kind of, like, um, circumstantial, like, ethical things that you kind of consider like whether you're a preacher or not um and of course my favorite character in this entire series is cassidy he's this he's this irish vampire i know it sounds very twilighty it's not he's like he just looks extremely strung out and he's crazy and he's very violent and he's great um anyway ashley but i noticed the first season is very very different they changed like actually a ton of stuff Mm -hmm. they brought some stuff like that happens later on they bring it to the forefront and also like the main character's story the main character's backstory is totally changed 
So in the comics, like you find out he's from this real fucked up family that's not really his family because his parents got murdered. But oh. in the show, it's like, no, he had a dad. It was a preacher, and he knew Tulip from when he was younger. And I'm sitting kind of there, life. like, like, the, like the fucking nerd I am, and I'm just like, well, that didn't happen. Wow, well, that's, that's a big that's change. Not the-. Yeah, it's actually a very big change. But then um, I kind of read some stuff about it. Um, some interviews rather and they were saying how like they're kind of like you're gonna have to trust us with it because it's the first Mm. season they're big fans so they i think wanted to do a lot of character establishment for the first season and really two questions one does it have a second season yet yes it does but it's not on hulu Ooh, second question um you did watch devil man right i did not okay never mind and you haven't watched preacher okay it it kind of sounds like there might be uh it's a it seems like a venn diagram to me just hearing both of you talk about them that like fans of one might be fans of the other but i can't ask you because you haven't watched it it's funny how many things though are like a one parent from the devils and one parent from the angels like all of that kind of like well it's uh, it sounds really stupid but it's it's like kind of funny right because like it is violent but it is funny because that thing escapes the angels that come to get him like there aren't like huge archangels they're literally the janitors like the custodians they're just like fuck we gotta find this thing (laughs) chelsea you have continued playing monster hunter and you are now extremely powerful and have a dope glowing hammer (gasps) oh yeah you do i have a dope glowing hammer cool have you named it whoa i kind of want you to talk about that but i more so want to know if you talked about the pig on last week's episode oh the pig you told me about the pig because i tried to fucking pet that pig there's a pig in astera in monster hunter which is like the hub i tried to pet this pig and he knocked me on my ass and i want to befriend him Mm. i want him to be mine all right so people need to know about i mostly was gonna write something about this on polygon then i realized i was missing a crucial step so you can there's a they call them poogies which is oh, very cute very in small. the game. They're like little, they're like domestic pig size. There's one in Astera. He's, he comes up, he's walking around, he's wearing pajamas that button up the back and has a bow on his tail. Oh. So I'm ta- painting you a very good picture. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you walk, if you stand down, you can like hit X to crouch near the pig and it starts to play music. And if you don't know what to do, the pig will just like, the music will play and then suddenly the pig will headbutt you in the crotch, like it seems almost. Right in the junk. Right in the junk and you fall over and like the little angry red symbol from anime pops up and then like the pig <laughs> runs away and you're like, what the hell? So I spent a week, the first week of playing doing this, I was like, I don't know, why is the pig here? Why is it always mad at me? And then my friend was like, no, when the exclamation point comes up, you have to hit circle. And that's like, you start to form a bond, you like hit, pet the pig the right way. Oh. Do you hit it once or just once? Okay, just once. Just once. That's and very against all of my instincts. I as know. A button it's many, many against many instincts. And you have like the fact you have to wait exactly to the exclamation point. Like it's a little generous with timing, but not that. Mm-hmm. And you have to do this. If you do this, maybe every time you visit Astera, every time you come back from a quest, like after about ten times, the pig will get all these hearts every time it sees you, and it jumps up in the air when you pet it. Oh! And then <laughs> it like will follow you around. And you can rename the pig. That's can, all I want. You can carry it around. Oh. Uh, my pig is named Ronald. Oh, uh, oh that's dark. So tell me how much. <laughs> why is that dark? It's not his hamburgers. It's not Donald's. Ha- it's not related to that at all. Mm-hmm. Ronald's just a good name, Allegra. Mm-hmm. Ronald's a good pig name. God. Uh, tell so me how the I, like late game has changed your life. Unless you're about to no. tell me something very good about that pig. Well, you can carry the pig around, and if you find you carry it to different areas in Astera, and then your controller will vibrate, you put it down and hit X, and a outfit appears. What the fuck? <laughs> that is so important. I have so Ronald right now is wearing a sheep costume. <gasps> So there we go. Aww. I still haven't found the other. There's like two other outfits that I haven't found yet. Oh, my God. Um, but yes, I'm very powerful. I've reached high rank. Uh, I have a very big glowing hammer that like is basically the core looks like magma. And it sometimes explodes when I hit things. It's very Wait, cool. is it that you get a new weapon or did you upgrade it? I upgraded do- it because uh, I fought Zora Magdaros the second time, which is not entirely a spoiler. Like, sorry, the story of the game is not that I don't know what that important. means, so you're fine. Uh, so like did the second thing and I've kept doing it to get parts. And now I basically have collected enough parts to upgrade a hammer to this. Is that, mm-hmm. does that have to do with the elemental stuff infusion? Oh God. We got to start our support it's group. A very complicated. Support yeah. group. We have a support group. We're not yep. using I it. I know. 
Um, we have a support group channel in our Slack for Monster Hunter because I just us invited, babies are very confused. I just invited confused. everybody that I felt bad about convincing <laughs> to buy the game. <laughs> like, yeah, we want to hunt giant dinosaurs. So you guys oh, God, there Ross. are so many menus. <laughs> there are so many menus. But no, I'm, I'm really, I played it a lot this weekend, and I love it. What it's is, weirdly relaxing. It's I weirdly just relaxing. got the bear off. That's how far I am. I'm not very oh, far at all. But, but you're making good progress, and I'm proud of you. The bear? Bear, bear off. off. And then uh, I ran, in, ran into an Anjanath, and I, which is like a big, that's the big T-Rex looking yeah, thing. And yeah. I was like, I'm going to try it. And then immediately I was like, no, it's very, it <laughs> I'm not ready hard. for that. The, the Baroth one I played with on stream with Pat and Griffin, everyone in chat called that one Mud Mom. Yeah. yeah. Mud Mom. It's very muddy. <laughs> very muddy. Rolls in mud. Very cute. Mm. I like it. I just really don't want to kill any of them. I want to capture them. I know. Yeah. Um, so uh, does the late game get in any way different from different for you yeah well there's the story is kind of gone like there's things to pull you forward in quests but there's not like cutscenes mm-hmm. in a story or anything like that but it does get different in the way that you're like it is a lot harder there's the, there's definitely a lot more elements but the game has like been like well you figured out armor before so now there's like a lot more to juggle there oh boy, oh boy. but you won't get there for 40 hours so by then yeah i'll know everything i'll be know. a different person I'll be you'll changed. be a different person i cannot right. imagine playing a game for 40 hours well, right I played now. it for 66, so... Oh, Good God. Allegra, uh, you played Radiant Historia. I did. Tell us about it. I took Janet. a... Sorry. Janet? <laughs> what does that mean? It's a Rocky Horror Picture show. Damn oh. oh, damn it. Okay, yeah, damn it. Yeah. Janet, I, okay. Um, <laughs> so I took a nice relaxation day on monday Aww. Uh, i really <laughs> i really <laughs> needed it so i hung out with my cat mm-hmm. on my mom's couch and we played radiant historia together it Wait, is what is excellent. it excellent okay so it's a the one i'm playing is radiant historia perfect chronology which comes out i think next week it's on three yes it's <laughs> essentially a remaster remake of the original radiant historia which is a jrpg for ds by atlas um so it's kind of like sort of your traditional archetypal jrpg on the surface and that it's like vaguely medieval looking fantastical like there's turn-based battles and you have spells or whatever Mm -hmm. but the thing that's awesome it kind of reminds me of um chrono trigger because a big part of the game is time travel so like it starts out kind of like generic in a, in a way the mm-hmm. combat system's really fun so like whatever but then a crucial turning point happens in the prologue and you uh you discover this item that was gifted to you at the very beginning is actually like sort of your time travel device and so you go to this area called the historia and you're now able to access like different events that you've already done to get different um like paths like every Mm -hmm. a lot of things have branching paths yeah so it's really cool because like your decisions have very obvious effects on the story and then you can go and undo them to see other things and yeah which is you can play all the games at once basically instead of replaying the outcomes that's like to a perfect obsessive person who wants to play yeah yes but the thing that's cool is like it's not that it's just like a linear thing where it's like choose one or the other okay you chose that one now choose one or the other like where i got to is like i chose one and then it's like okay this is essentially a dead end like mm-hmm. in the Shit. game itself it it's tells a choose you your own adventure novel but <laughs> a video game. Is, it's literally like okay you chose the wrong thing you have to go back and choose these things in a different order now to actually progress and like mm-hmm. save a person or whatever um so it's just really fun to like kind of play around with that and figure that cool. out and the story actually is really awesome because it centers like really heavily around the time travel part and the combat is just so good chef's kiss love it it, so is active time what kind of um so it's kind of like i think it's i I feel like it reminds me of persona and please correct me if i'm wrong because it's been a while but like you establish like it shows you a turn order Mm. and then for all of your characters you set their uh attacks for like the the go round the first go round okay um so you can chain them and like have a bunch of combos and you can like Ooh. reshuffle the order so that all of your characters are in a line mm. so you can like maximize your combos. Um, and so you like are encouraged to push enemies together on the grid so you can just like kill them all at once. Mm-hmm. It's very fun. That actually sounds really fun. Mm. It's really, really, really fun. Speaking of really, really, really fun, you also played Yakuza 6. I did. And it was extremely silly. Yes, um, I got to play a lot of fun Sega Atlas games. 
this week, which is cool. Um, yeah, so <laughs> is, the picture behind us is of Ono Michio from the best part I got to play of Yakuza 6. So Yakuza 6 is like the conclusion of my boy Kiryu's story. And you don't have to have played any of the other Yakuza games. But basically, it's like you are trying to save your foster daughter, but like, whatever, I don't care. I just want to like go to play, do karaoke. I just want to eat a lot of food. You just want to live in Japan. I want to play a lot of mini games. Like that's, what's so good about Yakuza. There's just so many random missions to do. Mm -hmm. So the one that we got to play Sega, like previewed the game for us is this one where Kiryu, who's this like very stoic gangster Yakuza guy. He goes to this place called Onomichi, which is an actual place in Japan. And this random dude comes up to him and he's like, listen, like we need, we have this press event for Onomichio, our mascot, but the guy who's supposed to wear the costume ran away. Can you do it, please? And Kiryu's just like, yeah, sure. And he's like, Why the most, he agree? Because he's a nice guy. So he's like this really stoic, burly dude in this hilarious costume with like this huge orange head and like a bowl of ramen on his on top as a hat. And he has to say like all these terrible puns, like nice to meet you. No. And it's really funny and he does a little dance and then these gangsters come to like beat up all the kids at the first what the fuck and he's literally just like in his costume he's like you can't fight damn children you pieces of shit and then he beats them to death and he has like blood all over his <laughs> costume it's so funny why would they go over and try to beat children I up don't i don't understand that i don't think that they they basically are trying to like attack everyone at this event and then the kids are just like you're so awesome you killed those guys he didn't kill them but like you beat them to a bloody pulp you're so cool on omichio uh it's so funny a hero for the people <laughs> an God. orange-headed ramen hat hero yakuza is just like such a funny it sounds ridiculous game. uh you should you should play it because play it. they have puyo puyo in it baked in you can just play it for no reason Puyo Puyo. like there's seven games in this game Puyo. yeah no i don't thought of you <laughs> i played Puyo. Puyo in this game. what uh but what game should i start with because this is yakuza 6 is it a thing where i have to start at yakuza 1 yakuza 0 just came out last year what the fuck is going on with that uh i've only played this and yakuza 0 uh mm. yakuza 0 obviously like sets up the whole story so i can start with zero yeah, and also it's just really good, but like they're all pretty open are, and big. Do Yakuza one through five exist, or, or is it just so Yakuza weird? Kiwami is now on PS4, and that's a remake of the first one. Okay, um, two through five are hard to find, but they okay, summarize so the whole story. Zero. You can start with zero, and they summarize the whole story in six. Okay, so like cool. whatever. You also played all of our Asia's. I Which played is, a lot of games. You did. You had a game heavy week. I did. Uh, yeah, I, I played did Monster Hunter. Uh, I played All Our Asias. It's this free to play game on Steam and Itch. Uh, it's really uh, so. The thing I really liked about it is basically it's like very PS One era looking, like very blocky polygonal graphics, and it has an amazing soundtrack. Oh my god, the soundtrack is great, and I usually like don't listen to sound in games because I'm doing seven other things. But I had the sound on the whole time, and it's kind of like a puzzly walking sim where you're playing this guy who goes into his dying father's head to sort of discover. That like, sounds sad. Yeah, he is his strange father. Like his father left yeah. him when he was young, and so now he found out his dad's ailing. So he somehow there's this weird tech where he can go inside his dad's head to actually learn about him but it's like a little puzzle game like there's these quest like things mm -hmm. um and it's basically the point is like to teach you about identity because he assumes he has some connection to his father just on the pure basis of like well we're both like you know japanese of japanese origin but like mm -hmm. his dad is you know not american like he grew up in japan versus this is a second generation japanese american mm -hmm. kid um so it has like sort of heavier themes like that but what i really liked was just kind of venturing around this extremely beautiful game that like real like i can see it being like a very cheap weird obscure game on the playstation and it's like totally free it's really short the soundtrack is bumping um so that was like a very strangely enjoyable time cool so we should emphasize emphasize free it's free it is as free. you said it is free so. on steam and itch cool all right let's take a second to talk about mattress firm Ashley, how's your sleep? 
It's pretty bad, Simone. So bad? Very fitful. Why so fitful? Stress. 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 Some things that I find are stressful are, well, work, but also shopping. Thinking about shopping for things. Thinking about shopping for mattresses, for example. So let me tell you a way that you can zonk out more easily. Have you heard of Mattress Firm? I have not. Mattress Firm is America's neighborhood mattress store! It lets your budget stretch further when you're looking for ways to improve your sleep. They are more than mattress experts. They have the whole package that helps you transform your mattress into a bed. From adjustable bases and sheets to headboards and bedroom decor, they have you covered. Literally and figuratively. So, it takes all the stress out of thinking about where you're going to get those nice sleep things from to make your bedroom a nice place to do the sleeping, Ashley. How do you feel about that? I like it. You like it? Mm-hmm. Do you want to know where you can go mm-hmm. to find out more yeah. about the mattresses? Yeah. Do you want to have a mattress? Yeah. Mattressfirm.com slash podcast to see what deals are happening right now as I read this sentence to you. Do you know, Ashley, what they offer besides mattresses, adjustable bases, sheets, headboards, and bedroom decor? Pillow. They offer a 120-night sleep trial. Oh. To ensure perfection and a 120-night low-price guarantee so that you know you paid the perfect price. Once again, that is mattressfirm.com slash podcast, M-A-T-T-R-E-S-S-F-I-R-M, dot com slash podcast to learn how your sleeping could be monumentally improved uh and i guess we should go back to the our podcast now Mm. okay let's go back to the polygon show let's transition to another lightning round. Give me some questions. This is from our friend Eve DeWalrus. What video game enemies do you wish you could hug instead of murder? <gasps> Those stretchy leg things in Super Mario Odyssey, the ones with the spikes on their legs. Oh, the weird. The, I think it looks like an onion. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Oh, like the little onions. The little onions. They're Chelsea, cute. what about you? Mm, I kind of, I mean, Bowser's the easy answer because. But he's so spiky. I feel like it doesn't like have like turtle tummy. I know so I just don't... said a thing that has spikes on it, but like their legs can be retracted. You don't murder him. You could hug it out after you destroy him. Good point. He's she not dead. Good. Very good point. <laughs> good point. Okay. Allegra, what about you? Uh, I would say Jack Frost in Persona. Hmm. I love him. He's so cute. He's a Persona. Yeah, Ashley. but you also kill him oh, sometimes. No. Oh, yeah. Not Ashley. <laughs> Ashley. Allegra's still on Jack no, Frost. No. She's still there. She's lingering. <laughs> Go, Ashley. <laughs> um. Oh God. In Kirby, what are they called? Like they look like just basically giant eyeballs. Oh, uh, Waddle Do. Waddle Do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Waddle D. Waddle D has two eyes, oh, and then Waddle Do has one. Waddle-Dee. Next question. <laughs> ah, Grantimus Mask <gasps> Max asks, "What would you ask these mysterious dogs?" <gasps> <laughs> this is a very so what we these mysterious dogs are five borzoi all of them white with shades of gray stacked as borzoi often are side by side uh looking like mystical beasts that have <laughs> wandered from the the dark woods to give you wisdoms chelsea what would you ask these mysterious dogs mm. i don't know that's that's a hard question i don't I feel like I would ask them something about the like, why am I here? Why are we? Why are any of us here? I want I want to ask them what they think the perfect borzoi head shape is because I just read the most pedantic fucking article about the perfect borzoi head shape because that's what I do with my time. I, just, I want to ask them why they speak English. Clearly, <laughs> yeah, actually, good question. But do they have have we heard them speak? We're just asking them a question. Maybe they didn't mm. speak to us when they wandered out of the mysterious woods. Maybe mm. they were just silent padding along the ground <laughs> with their little strange light footsteps i would ask them how they're related to you simone <laughs> <laughs> ask them why they're my fursona <laughs> what about you ashley that did i derail you yeah that's the end of that that's the end question. of that Good. ask them why they feel so silky what do they dream about do they walk in dreams why do they walk in my dreams 
why do they cost thousands of dollars and why is dog breeding technically eugenics um <laughs> but they're so pretty uh and i don't think that it's ethical to breed them anyway next question <laughs> i went some places we have to go places this is from danny saya best bedtime game parentheses game to play before bed picture of a lovely bear in a green armchair with some muffins scones jam and tea <laughs> honestly legend of zelda because or breath of the wild i should specify just any fucking zelda game whatever breath of the wild because uh it is it can be very soothing and beautiful and if you're not playing it in a very directed way it can kind of lull you like into a very relaxed state because you're just like riding around on your beautiful horse uh picking mushrooms and shit mm -hmm. i'm gonna throw it back to ever oasis the game what? that was oh, my Lord. narcotic no. and put me to sleep constantly. And because I would fall asleep within 15 minutes of playing, God. I would wake up and it's been up. It's been on for like six hours and I can just turn it off because I don't care. All right. Chelsea. Oh, I think something like kind of repetitive and relaxing like Pokemon. Mm. Like yeah. Not Puyo Puyo. Not, I, I was about to say like, oh, a puzzle game. But the problem no. with those is it's always like, let me do one more they're enraging let me do one more no and now it's 2 a.m <laughs> i was just watching the video of where allegra and i played puyo puyo tetris the other day uh to get clips from it and i was possessed by a fucking demon when i played <laughs> that game scary. i was unrecognizable as a human <laughs> uh ashley what about you bedtime game um i do like playing games before bed but i don't like doing that like right before i go to bed no. usually i like to watch like i have to put on a tv show mm -hmm. um when i'm going to sleep instead of a game yeah, that's my transition period. It's usually Futurama. Mm. Oh, good that's good. Mm -hmm. Next question. This is from the Pixel Puncher. Ryan Reynolds is Pikachu. What celebrities would you pick to voice the animated Mario movie? Okay, so the Mario movie that is actually absolutely happening from Illumination Studios. Is, did we discuss did you guys talk about this last week like whether yeah we talked we didn't talk voices. about casting choices we at didn't all. talk okay. about voices okay i don't I mean, I, yeah because like he's gonna say more than i want charles martineau to say god i don't like that i don't like that idea of mario talking a lot i just remember a horrifying e3 experience my first e3 and i was in the nintendo booth and they had like mario on a giant screen and he was animated and Charles Martinet was in the back and he was like talking to journalists. He was like, hey, Stephen Totello, how are you doing? And I was like, I am in hell. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It was really horrifying. Can you do that again? <laughs> no. Oh my God. <laughs> you Stephen Totello. <laughs> All the journalist names he was like hey Brian Crescente how are you and you were just like why are you doing this did he have to like memorize everyone's faces before they came in I don't know no I mean like it was because it was just kind of like people were milling about and waiting to calm down so he was just like doing that before is that his real voice no or? he was no. doing Mario's voice okay. but Mario was doing monologues to all these <laughs> reporters and like saying hi to them <laughs> I don't know if that is pandering it was extremely weird. The thing it, is, I met Charles Martin. Did you actually get to meet him? No, it was just like I had to witness this horrible thing that lasted like five minutes. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. Just like trying to get Steven to attention. No, I mean, it was just every different, like every different person. But he was focused on Steven. I know, but like, I like how we are all fixated oh, on Steven to I can picture it. It's really funny. But, um, I don't even remember if he actually called out Steven's name. <laughs> I am sure he did. Steven Tertillo is great. Um, but I met Charles Martinet once at Nintendo New York or whatever it's called. And he was just doing like mean greets. And I got a little video of him being like a polygon.com, like in the Mario voice. But before I got him to do that, like he was just being like, oh, who are you? And like, it's not like he had a Mario costume on. He was just like dressed as a regular dude. And he would only speak in the Mario voice. He'd be like, I'm Charles Martinet. And it was like, what? What is? Are you just Mario now? It's, <laughs> it's even scary. worse than what I saw. I'm just moving on to the next question because I know that I want him to voice. <laughs> 
right, this is gonna be our last lightning question before we talk about what uh, our news. Uh, wow. Oh my god, I'm sorry. This is from Gilded Table. If there was a dating sim for classic monsters, Frankenstein's monster, the mummy, Dracula, etc., a la Dream Daddy, who would you romance? Oh god. Is like wait, this is the second the... time we've had a sexy monster question. I just like to point that out. We did spend. I spent a lot of time yeah. talking about the shape of water. Um, which brings me to the Black Lagoon and the creature from it. Uh, I would probably go for something horrifying like that or or Frankenstein's monster because that like goes into the... No, I came dangerously close to saying that I was a clown fucker just then, which I am not. I would pity fuck Frankenstein's <laughs> monster. There, is that what you wanted me to say, Allegra? <laughs> Nobody wanted that. No one. Nobody wanted. asked for this. No. Uh, next question. No, that's the last one. Does anyone else have an answer before I talk about uh, the news? I was going to say either the thing or the fly because that's what I deserve. It wouldn't be pity. He's very intelligent. Frankenstein's monster. Yes. Okay. Sorry, just clarifying that. I want. I want. To, I'd rather date the bride. I mean, like, really. Yeah. Fair. Wow, the news. <laughs> Let's talk about some news. So in what feels like a saga that has lasted my entire life, Nintendo commented finally this week that Toad's mushroom head is his head. It is not a mushroom hat that he wears. It is his head. I can't believe we're still talking about this because I feel like once a year there's a controversy over whether that is his head or his hat. Perhaps is it finally over? Well, we've all, we've also already talked about this on the show before. I have a very clear memory of being like, "That's his head." We all we all agreed. The headphones, you guys, the mm. headphones are on the little, the cap, the part, and also the the Captain little, Toad, the flashlight, the flashlight. Yeah, that's a headlamp. Yeah, it's yeah, on yeah, his head. Mm -hmm. Just, uh, oh, headlamp, headlamp, yep. headlamp. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't Captain put a headlamp on your hat. Ugh. Don't you though? Well, no. Yes? You strap guess... it to your forehead. What if you're wearing a baseball hat? <laughs> Wait, I don't actually think you. Have well, any of you ever well... been in a cave? <laughs> no. No, no, no. But I, I have. No, I haven't. But in yes. my old apartment, this is a long, this is a stupid story. I don't care. Uh, totally. My room was like this separate unit on top of the building. I'm pretty sure it was illegal. So I was living in there, and so I had a door that basically opened right out to the roof of the building. And so this couple moved in next, no, across the hall. So they were the door across from mine. And every fucking morning at, like, 5.30, this uh, woman, who I guess just newly adopted this very large dog, a uh, very young but very large dog and um, was too scared to take it for a, a full walk because it didn't have its shots yet. That's what she said. And that's why she had to like have it run around basically. And I can like, it wakes me up every morning at like five thirty. I'm like, why are you playing with your dog on the roof at five thirty AM? And she had a headlamp. Like when I swung open the door oh and I'm God. like, it is Tuesday. It is five 45 what are you doing? And she's like, oh, like my dog hasn't had shots yet. I don't want to take him out on the sidewalk to go to the bathroom. And I was like, what? Nope. Get him oh, his God. shots. <gasps> he was pissing on the roof? On your roof. Ew. Fuck. And she had a headlamp? Nice. She had a headlamp because it was fucking dark out. And I'm like, bitch, if you can't see where your dog is pissing, just why do you need to? Let me go to Amazon.com to get my dog piss headlamp. <laughs> <laughs> fucking ridiculous i have nothing to say How, wait no i have an update i googled headlamps for caves google image search and you wear them on top of helmets okay but dog piss headlamps you wear them on your forehead yeah because yeah. you don't need safety equipment to go outside captain toad is an explorer he is wearing kind of a pith helmet style thing right like he, he's, a backpack. he's wearing like the explorer colonialist explorer clothes whoa 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 um, let's not bring in colonialism, colonialism. with toad okay toad is is no colonial boy. colonialist <laughs> no I guess, okay, he kind of looks more like a Boy Scout with, like, his khakis and his little bandana. Oh, my God, why would you show us this? Why I not? don't like this. So Ross. this is the, the source of much controversy. The cartoon that aired many years ago uh, in which 
um, Toad did take off and hang up. I'd like to point out that he looks like a quote unquote hat. sad seed or something there. He looks like he does. He looks awful. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he looks so sad. He looks disgusting. He just You're looks disgusting. So awful. He just looks like a okay, baby stop that hasn't. Personally, Allegra. <laughs> he looks like a baby that hasn't fully formed yet. He's got three little hairs on top of his head. I don't like it. Mm. Much Ugh. like a, a large baby. Um, but this this was never canon. No. They've said Super Mario Brothers Super Show was not canon because they did a bunch of other wild shit that I can't even remember mm. in that show. Oh, mm-hmm. I can't. I said I can't. Wild remember. shit. It's very, wild shit. It's not like sexy <laughs> wild. The wild shit. <laughs> it's just like I mean, like they had different voices uh, and like sexy. I don't wild. remember. I was. I don't a know child. why you would infer that from my tone of voice, Allegra. <laughs> <laughs> why so toad and cap captain toad just wears the headlamp on top of his head mm-hmm. but i do have to say that that's that's just because his head is too big for any sort of helmet right slash mm-hmm. hat so that exists but anyway the whole point of this was koizumi uh who was the producer of super mario odyssey said on this video he addressed a lot of issues including the nipples mm. uh he said on this video that is his head and he said something about like I'll leave it up to your imagination on Hot. why that is that way. Ugh, um, yeah, um, um, the um, no, the important nipple. I'm gonna give it to you. Thank you. Uh, he thank you. Said I understand a lot of fans are troubled that Mario has nipples but no belly button, and truthfully, I've never thought about it before. <laughs> it was like a non-answer. That is a non-answer. I feel like I I have so many more. Well, actually, now I just have that question. That's my sole question now. I wish they had pressed him on that. I mean, it was a Nintendo official video. I don't think Nintendo is going to. So next time you sit down with Reggie, are you going to press him on that? Is that going to be an issue for you? I'll I'll make it the first question. I You're very assertive, and I appreciate that about you so much. Uh, so we learned from an Activision Blizzard earnings report, which is definitely the most interesting thing <laughs> that I could say. Hello. Uh, that exciting. <laughs> <laughs> crash uh the crash bandicoot insane trilogy was the number one selling remastered collection in ps4 history ashley you had to play that mm-hmm. for oh. review mm-hmm. i was told that you might have feelings about there being more crash wait bandicoot. yeah so there was like something gonna... in a licensing agreement says that it'll come to switch and that there are going to be other games. We're going to have Crash so, back forever. I mean, I really, I still really want them to do Crash Team Racing. I want yeah. them to port that to Switch. And I feel like that's what they're going to do if they're not. Oh, my God. I'm going to fucking lose it. Wouldn't it be <laughs> weird to have Crash on a Nintendo console? No. Wait, but they're porting yeah. the remastered trilogy to Switch, right? Yeah. But that is strange because he was like. He's a Sony. A Sony mascot. Yeah, he was in all those Sony ads that were terrible. Yeah, but like yeah. we have all those like PlayStation exclusives that are now on Nintendo. That's PlayStation true. and Microsoft exclusive. We have Skyrim on the Switch. People Im- never thought Sonic would be on a Nintendo console. The important or thing that we're missing. No, there's no like Dreamcast 5. R-I-P. Ooh, Dreamcast 5. No. Dreamcast That's the five. name of our girl band. <laughs> Who's oh number five? Oh my god. Who's the fifth? No, it, it's like it's, it's like toad. all those bands where there is no actual it's like, like Dream Girls, but it's not Deceased like that at all. Console. Deceased console? <laughs> the Switch is the best console of all time, and every game should be on it, regardless of brand affiliation or loyalty. Halo 6 on the Switch confirmed. There we go. You heard it first here. Yep. Polygon show. We know sir. all the breaking news. Half-Life yeah. 5. Half-Life, Half-Life 5. 5. Why are we just skipping so far ahead in these series? <laughs> Halo 6 is the next game. I thought game. we were just listing <laughs> Half-Life 5. Why not? We need Half-Life 3. 5. What if Valve no. comes out and it's like, Half-Life 7. <laughs> like what Square did with Final Fantasy. Elder Scrolls 8. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. Alright, let's read some emails. Na 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 na. Mm-hmm. We yeah. did it. Yeah, we, we got to emails. We got to the email segment, y'all. We did. Hey. It's happening. Nine minutes left with emails. Wow. Oh, my God. Uh, this is from Greg. Hey, Polygon Show. First off, I love your show. It brightens up my week when I see a new episode is ready to download. Many strange inflections from me in that sentence because I got very lost. It's okay. It was a very good sentence, Greg. The following question comes from my getting close on a lot of interviews but not being able to get out of the job that I currently really dislike. Sorry, Greg. Mm. If there was a Super Meat Boy-esque rage game focusing on normal things in life that are frustrating, what would be some of the hardest levels? I have one. I have one. I have one. I have one. I have 
have one. Yes. Tell me, Ashley. It's navigating through Penn Station. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. During Thanksgiving weekend. Whoa. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. You sure that Port Authority, like, too. Oh. Uh, Port Authority is awful. Or Times Square, really. Or Times Square. A time trial game? This is, yeah. And it's, it's fucking awful. Wait, you know It's time travel. I mean, no, time trial. <laughs> it's time travel plus like Dead Rising 4 where you can just mow through people oh, that to cathartic. get to your train. Okay, what if there's like a, a catharsis mode mm-hmm. that's just mowing people down and then like a, a legitimate challenge mode yeah. where you have to, you're mm-hmm. like dodging and weaving. We, or you have to- And you have to like not hit anyone. We it's Thanksgiving, you're like carrying a pie or something. Yeah. You're having God. to keep something very precious We balanced. should also call it rush hour, but not have Jackie Chan in it. Rush hour minus Jackie. Finding a taxi. Between four and five p.m. Stop! Nope. Oh God, I'm getting nervous. No, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have brought it up. Taking um, the L train at any time. <laughs> I love the L train. No, I only take it at the best this times. Is Allegra, very New York centric game. Trying yeah, to think of is. things I'm bad at or that I hate. Answering uh, the question, "How was your day?" Yes, that is hard. How yes. are you? How are you? Also difficult. How are you? <laughs> Is how you said it. I'm so sorry. Oh my god. Okay. So what would happen? And somebody would ask, "How are you?" And a bunch of different options would come up on the screen, but they would keep moving around and like becoming illegible in different uh-huh. ways. Like the letters would blur and shift, and you'd have to choose the one that's just, "I'm fine," but you might accidentally click on the one that's like deep sigh, <laughs> deep sigh, oh, it's um, vomit. like it's vomiting, spontaneous the- crying. <laughs> Oh my god! Vomit on your lap. Sometimes when people ask me that, I just like blurt out whatever I'm just whatever random thing I'm most anxious about at the moment. Like I think Ryan Nanny came onto the elevator with me once. It was like, "How are you?" And I was like, "I'm just thinking about gun violence and where I would hide in the building if there was a workplace shooter." And I was like, ah, "Wind it back, Simone. You gotta wind it back." I'm just thinking about gun violence. Like you do. Oh it's not the appropriate answer to that question. <laughs> <laughs> he handled it well. Um, so that would be a very good game. Uh, <laughs> these aren't really rage games. These are more just like how to get through your daily life games. Uh, Greg, I hope that y- the interviews go better. You, this, this question was sent before the holidays. So perhaps Greg does have a new job now. I hope that you're doing well, Greg. All right. Karaoke game request from Katie. Hey, friends. Love your show. None of my girlfriends like games, so this show has given me another viewpoint that I can't get from my local friend group. Yay. Thank you, Katie. In high school, I loved karaoke-like games and band hero games, but the song choices were always limited, and I got sick of singing slash playing the same songs over and over again. What three songs does band hero need to add to their songbook? Here's my three picks. Uh, Eye to Eye by Tevin Campbell power line from the goofy movie that might be ltl it might be iti i can't tell because of this font and i'm sorry so emotional by whitney houston blue comb 78 by five iron frenzy thank you so much katie three songs damn um okay i'm gonna default to my personal karaoke songs okay losing my religion by rem excellent karaoke song uh linger by the cranberries Mm -hmm. r.i.p dolores reardon r.i.p and my third one Oh, I used to do Clocks by Coldplay a lot, which is no. really hard. Oh, no. My friend and I would do it, and there's one note that like we would never get, and we would be like, fuck, because we were very serious on, about it. Or, on God's green earth goes to karaoke, and they're like, I'm going to fucking do it. I'm going to fucking do it. Coldplay hour. Who the fuck is like, loaded up on beer? They're like, listen. Get that up there. <laughs> I remember when I was studying abroad once, we were like pre-gaming before we went out to karaoke. My pre-game playlist was the Smiths and Bell and Sebastian. Well, that's fine. And then I go to karaoke and I sing like Simon and Garfunkel mournful dirges. Oh, but I do that's, like Simon and Garfunkel. That's great. great, but their songs are way too long and slow for karaoke. <laughs> okay. Wow. Anyway. Oh, my God. Cold Ashley, what about play. you? Uh, I would sing Closing Time because it's the best that's, song. Uh, yes. Semisonic in a band hero game, though, would that does that involve in- instruments as well as band hero? It's, I think she's she complaining yeah. rock band and yeah. guitar hero, right? So okay, it is okay. a game band hero. Is uh, it band hero? Mm-hmm. Oh, does that just involve singing or no? It's also drums. Okay, and okay. Stuff. 
So we can think of things that aren't just good to sing. Although all I can think about is like Linkin Park in the end, which is my go-to karaoke <laughs> You're very song, good at that one. As mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, other singing wise. Oh, Criminal by Fiona Apple. Mm. Oh, oh yeah. such a good song. Yeah. Yes. That Unfortunately for me, everything from Hamilton, but like only no. if I'm alone. Only if you're- Only if I'm alone and no one can hear me sing and rap <laughs> in my shower, which they can. But in the end is basically rapping. Kind of, yeah. So we've all heard you rap. <laughs> You're actually very good at you it. You did hear me at Vox Media Karaoke Night. I, I think I did that with you. You did do that with me. <laughs> yeah, it did. We killed it! <laughs> did you guys also memories. sing Last Resort? I've, I have never... No, I tried to no. sing Last Resort, but the machine wouldn't let me. Two times it wouldn't. It's two different machines. It said, actually, it excuse cursed. me, no, ma'am. <laughs> All I remember is Jeff singing Pony and getting really into it and falling... <laughs> Oh, I wasn't there. Let's. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I have, really I have good. another uh, question. This one's from Zach. This is our last question. Uh, I recently started listening to your podcast, and I love it. Thank you, Zach. Perhaps you can all settle a question that I can't get out of my head and has been keeping me up at night. Mm. Is Kirby covered in fur, or is Kirby just a round, fleshy balloon? <laughs> Hope all is well, Zach. Balloon. Thanks, Zach. A round, is Kirby warm? To the touch. Yes. Yes. I don't it, think it's flesh like human flesh. No, it's not like human like flesh, rubber. but it's like I feel it's like soft. he's like neoprene almost like that. What? Like that? It feels like a diving suit when you touch him. Maybe. Mm. No. Oh, maybe. I don't think I've ever felt it. Oh yes, I have. Sorry. <laughs> oh, Allegra. Yeah. Do you remember? This is really. I'm so sorry. It doesn't matter. When we were in Japan, I saw a fake bread loaf, and it was supposed to be almost like a stress ball kind <gasps> yeah. of texture. Oh, Kirby a stress ball those, is like, a perfect yeah, yeah. like or those sand soft, animals. Yeah. Oh, the sand. Yeah, yeah. The stress balls that you no, yeah, I like the they stress just balls. like regain its shape. I like you. that. I think that's. Kirby. But I don't like to think of the ones that are full Kirby. of beans. No, the it's like a, it's almost it's, it's a like a, a squishy kind. Squishy, you know, not no squishy, beans, no sand. You've very light. I think Kirby feels like it's full of beans. What the fuck? Kirby is not. What about his shape? Denotes any texture? There isn't. He's a smooth boy. He has boy. an interior life, Ashley. But he also should be hollow because he can beans. He can float, right? So he shouldn't well, be he weighed could, down. You can cut. You can make the stress ball stuff hollow, right? Yeah, yeah, but like there are no balls are beans very... rattling yeah, around. Yeah, exactly. No they're beans. not rattling. They're very tightly packed. Also, he inhales things, so he needs to have a lot of room inside. So of you're him. saying Kirby is have empty? You, have you yes. guys ever purchased or received a, a stuffed animal from like a carnival or a very cheap place where yes. they're not? They're like full of kind of the mm. styrofoam. It almost feels like packing peanuts, yeah. but a little softer. I hate that. I love packing peanuts. It's yeah. I oh yeah, we were talking about how them. Yeah. No, we, yeah, I, I didn't want to go back there. Peanuts. But His name was James Excalibur what if that's the third. The, what if that's Kirby's? Like he's kind of like those no, very no, he's yeah. soft. He's soft. He's he's malleable. You know he. I can yeah. see him. I'm just worried that he's gonna pop. No, because the thing mm-mm. you. I think you know in the older Kirby games, like if you died, like he kind of like bounced off. Yeah, he is bouncy. Mm-hmm. I don't so know. So, so Kirby's he's, there's made rubber, of very stretchy rubber, stretch. But bounce. Very light. Light. I think it's like a stress ball, but with like hollow. A little bit of a rubbery texture as well. This is a lot of. Oh my God. No. Fuck. Mochis. You ever have like a (gasps) authentic Japanese mochi? Oh, oh, he's made of rice paste. Like, it's like almost like a baby skin, but softer. It is. It is. Yes. Oh my God. That's Kirby. Yes. Yes. Kirby feels like mochi, oh, but warm. But that makes me want to eat Kirby. Well, I want to eat too. Kirby. It turned the tables <laughs> we finally. All eat Kirby. It's your turn to get eaten now, Kirby. Suck <laughs> it. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, that has been our show this week. Oh, God. You should subscribe to our YouTube channel and never miss a Polygon show when it goes live, and then also never miss the other ridiculous things that we do. Especially to subscribe because next week on the 16th friday the 16th we are doing an olympic live stream with sb nation we are going to destroy them we're gonna rip them limb from limb yeah they think they know sports but we know video games they don't know Mm -hmm. anything about sports or video games Mm -hmm. i'm going on the record with that i'm very competitive with them and i love them all deeply but i i will kill them live on youtube.com slash polygon which you should subscribe to right now it will be a good it'll be fun it'll be very fun except for all the death (laughs) destruction that will happen other than that 
Uh, if you like this show, please give it a rating and a, a review on Apple Podcasts because that helps other people find it. They'll see it. They'll be like, that's cool. I enjoy this. Uh, and tell your friends about it uh, so that we can have more wonderful listeners tweeting things at us and emailing things to us. And if you're wondering where the emails go, it's <laughs> Polygon Show <laughs> at Polygon.com. That's where the emails go. <laughs> and if you want to tweet lightning round questions at us, you can tweet them to hashtag Polygon Show. We see them, we curate them, we enjoy them, and then I read them to you here on the show. And then we talk about them for 10 minutes instead of uh, for two seconds because lightning rounds are a thing of the past. Okay, everyone. I think that that's everything that I have to say. So this has been the Polygon Show. 